0: This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Everybody Lies, our House MD podcast. Uh, My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my co-host. Mike, how you doing, Mike?
1: Not too bad, Mark. How about yourself?
0: Good. We've had a good week here. Uh, We're getting ready for our big break. Um, I was, while we were waiting... Uh, I uh, I was looking through this BuzzFeed article. Um, I get these BuzzFeed articles. I don't know why. But, and obviously, you can't even call these things articles. They're just pictures. But this is the stupidest one I've ever seen in my life. It's the 23 most painfully awkward celebrity PDAs of the 2010s. And it just goes through. It's like pictures of these celebrities kissing. And it's like, Timothy Chalamet and Lily Rose Depp swallowing each other's faces, 2019. Shane Warney chewing on Elizabeth Hurley's lip, 2013. Sam Smith and Brandon Flynn consuming each other, 2018. Which should be a picture of them swallowing each other's cocks, but they're just <laughs>
1: but they're just kissing. And it's like Janis. Is, it, is that yeah? Go ahead. I mean, I wonder if someone's gonna be upset by that because, like, I mean, I, I haven't seen these pictures. Like, mm. is it really like a truly like cringe kind of thing?
0: No. Here's the thing that's stupid about it: is okay. Do they look weird and awkward? Yeah, because they've caught them. Like they, these pictures have been taken. During a weird moment of kissing, you you know, like the, they're
1: firing off like 500 shots. And this just happens to be one of them. Probably
0: exactly. Like if you, if you, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. If you, if you did that, like fired off 500 shots of anybody doing anything, you'd catch some point where gravity or the angle or something like that makes something look weird. It's like, these are perfectly normal kisses. They're just, they're just at the the like the weirdest time. Cause like once like oh, okay. Paris Hilton and Doug Reinhardt. I don't I know who Paris Hilton is, I don't know who the guy is, going in for a full mouth kiss two thousand nine, and yeah, they look dumb because both of their eyes are closed and their mouths are open and they're about two inches away from each other. But it was like but it's like who, and by the way, that's 2009. Isn't two, just the, say 2009. It is not the 2010. <laughs> so they've already violated their fucking their fucking title here. But it's like <laughs> but it's like any two people would look like this if you if you uh, took a picture of them, you know, like right before they were gonna kiss each other.
1: So it's like how long so do you think stupid. it took them to slap this together?
0: <laughs> Seriously, it's
1: the fucking probably I mean, they, they five couldn't minutes. even find. T- they couldn't even find 10 pictures from the right decade. Right. And I think, I think they couldn't go back and change it to nine instead of
0: 10. Yeah, God. They're like, so when we finally get into ones that I guess are kind of weird, like Kanye West doing a double cheek grab with Kim Kardashian in 2015, he's got his hand on, you know, both of her ass cheeks as he's kissing her, uh, apparently on the red carpet at the Grammy Awards. So... Yeah, I mean, I get that. That's probably maybe a little too far in public.
1: Yeah, but I imagine just grabbing her in general, like, there's a good chance your hands are gonna land at her ass. That's
0: true. There's there that that's a lot of surface area.
1: <laughs> it's like you know the Titanic, like the old argument about that. You know, you can fit two people in there. I mean, how, where else are your hands gonna go?
0: Yep. No, I agree. Megan Trainer and Charlie Puth making Pendo? out. <laughs> Making out literally for no reason, two thousand fifteen. He also has his hands on her ass.
1: But yeah, I mean, you know, most, I, hate, I hate BuzzFeed a lot. Yeah, it's
0: it's terrible.
1: But yeah, most. Yeah, what's funny is they're they have like a. I'm sorry. Yeah, what's they also like are trying to have like a legit news arm. Like I think a major story was actually broken on BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. Um, but it was, like, it was something about Trump, I think, or something like that. But yeah, it's just like eh, fuck you, BuzzFeed. It's like it's like the Inquirer like going out to have their own like you know serious news channel. It's like no, thank you.
0: Okay, so now I know. Now I see why they did this. Uh, they did this for this one and only one thing. And they were like, we want to build an article around this. So let's let's make because it's this is the o- number one is the only one that's a video. And it does look really fucking weird.
1: Who, uh, who are the participants?
0: It says these virgins from the TLC show Virgin Diaries. Oh,
1: I, I've seen that. I think yeah, that's very awkward.
0: Yeah, they clearly don't know what kissing is.
1: Right. Yeah, that's 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 an awkward one.
0: It looks like two aliens trying to kiss.
1: <laughs> So yeah, they. Do the aliens look like hot guys? <laughs> right, exactly. They're looking for more than a smooch.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so clearly they 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 had that video uh, up their sleeve, and they were like, let's let's slap together a bunch of other ones from the 2010s, and uh, someone's like 2009, close enough. Yeah, that's good. Fine.
1: Now, quickly, we need to find a, uh, a an accurate test to figure out which Disney princess you are. Yeah. God.
0: BuzzFeed. Go fuck yourselves, BuzzFeed.
1: Yeah, I I hate them. Fuck them. Unless they want to sponsor the show,
0: in which case...
1: Eh, that'd be like a Hezbollah sponsoring the show, in my opinion.
0: (laughs) We'd probably take your money too, Hezbollah. (laughs) I would not. Oh, come on. Morals? What if it was a lot of money?
1: No, probably not.
0: Yeah, Mike doesn't really care about money, just so you guys know.
1: Disapprove it, send me a bunch and I'll set it on fire. Exactly.
0: Yeah, like, uh, like Keith Ledger in The Dark Knight and not... <laughs> Did you say Keith Ledger? <laughs> His brother? Right. <laughs> is that the one that, uh, is, <laughs> is that the one that, uh, that, uh, died from autoerotic
1: asphyxiation? <laughs> the other Olsen awesome twin killed that one? <laughs> <laughs> They're so competitive, these girls. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! <laughs> oh fuck!
1: Allegedly.
0: Yep. So, uh, House. I guess we should talk about House. MD. Speaking... This episode is called Curse. Yeah. This. Sh- I guess we should have saved this for our Halloween episode.
1: Yeah, it's spooky. But we didn't do a Halloween episode, actually.
0: No, I think we started this after Halloween maybe? I don't know.
1: No, no, no. The last one we we talked about, like, scary movies, like, last... I'm saying this Halloween we didn't do anything.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we didn't do, like, a Halloween specific episode. No.
1: No. No, we don't. Which is a shame. We don't.
0: Yeah. I mean, next year we'll do a a spooky episode.
1: No, we won't. Oh, actually, next year, I I already call it. We'll do the Boy Beats World Halloween episode. That's the worst fucking episode I've ever seen.
0: Oh, yes, we definitely should do that. Yes. Uh, Well, we can do that for dumpster diving during Halloween.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Uh, Anyway, so, yeah, this episode's called Cursed, and it stars... Speaking of uh, kids from the Disney Channel, uh, the guy that, that, like, gets... So this kid was in, I looked it up, because I was like, this fucking ginger fuck looks familiar to me.
1: Yeah, I recognize him from Spy Kids.
0: Yeah, that's where he's from, is Spy Kids.
1: And a and bunch, also, bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah, my wife recognized him from Weeds, and we were both correct.
0: He apparently played uh, Murphy Brown's baby on the show Murphy Brown, too.
1: Oh, my God. When he was an infant. Oh, well, well, I'd hope so. Not the remake. <laughs> hey, Murphy, I'm your baby! <laughs> well... Yeah, what about? Hey,
0: Robert Rodriguez is calling. Hold on. <laughs> I need a. I need to breastfeed. Ah,
1: rip those things out. Ah, spy men? Sure, sounds good. <laughs> oh
0: God. Oh. he's
1: he's the baby from uh, Roger Rabbit, apparently. Yeah,
0: where's Uncle Edgar? Ah, uh, he's as stiff as his uh, as his uh, Charlie McCarthy,
1: huh? Uh. <laughs> I think he gave up on that one.
0: For those of you that uh, for those of you that are ancient like me, apparently, uh, Murphy Brown's uh, well, not uh, Candace Bergen's father. Not Murphy. Not the character Murphy Brown. Uh, Candace Bergen's father was Edgar Bergen, who uh, was a famous radio ventriloquist. <laughs> What? Which I still think is fucking hilarious. How hard would it be to be a ventriloquist over the
1: radio? Oh my god, that's awesome!
0: But yeah, his name was Edgar Bergen, and his uh, his puppet's name was Charlie McCarthy.
1: Oh, I didn't know he did Charlie McCarthy. Yeah, and then his uh, his brother actually was uh, Bergen Bergen, who uh, was the inspiration for the Swedish Chef.
0: That's exactly
1: right. Who who is a on TV puppet, which is a, gr- a step up from the radio puppetry, right?
0: I mean, he appeared on, on, in like, I think maybe in movies and a little bit on TV after TV became a thing and probably live shows as well. Like, you know, by all accounts, he was a good ventriloquist, but yeah, he would do his show, his radio show. And it's like, I always wondered, did he have the puppet in his hand while he was doing the radio show? Like, like, did he just do the voice (laughs) or like, or did he fully commit and like the puppet was there too? (laughs)
1: Yeah, like the Dennis Miller uh, thing with Norma. Yes, yes. That's a, I like how Dennis Miller. Like he has like the perfect. He's like you know I, I I wouldn't be shocked if Norma actually had a puppet on his hand when he did this just to fuck with us. Oh yeah, absolutely. The uh, the
0: anti Semitic puppets. Yeah. Uh, and he why, I mean... he thought about burning him, but he said two wrongs don't make a right.
1: That was the best episode ever. Uh,
0: Anytime he gets together with with Dennis Miller and uh, Dana Carvey,
1: or David Letterman, because I kind of feel like he looks up to them and he's trying to impress them. You know?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Letterman too, for sure.
1: But it's great when it's the them.
0: three of them, when it's like when it's Miller and Norm Macdonald and Dana Carvey, because he'll try to impress Dennis Miller, and he'll just shit on Dana Carvey. Or not Dana hey, Carvey, David, I mean David Spade. Yeah, David Spade. Yeah, David yeah, yeah.
1: Spade. I figured that's what you meant. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, always good.
0: But yeah, so... Um, this, uh, this, these the kids, kid from spy kids, yeah, the kids from spy kids and, uh, the son from how I met your mother, the one that, uh, you know, that's another thing that's fucked up. <laughs> I know we keep going in divergent uh paths and everything, but you've got the, so in how I met your mother, uh, Ted Mosby played by, oh uh, I can't think of the guy's name, but anyway, Dude, the guy that played him, the guy that's always going to be known for that, and is never going to do another acting career in his life, and doesn't need to because I'm sure that that show made him so much money.
1: It hey, wouldn't it be great if that was his goal just to get on like one like series, and then just he just wasn't it for the money. He's like, yeah, I have enough. <laughs> it's still in syndication. He's
0: still getting checks from that fucking show.
1: But anyway, yeah, so that'd be kind of cool if he's like, yeah, I don't, ever kind of you know give up on acting when I started doing this shit show. I, I've never seen the show. I assume it's a shitty show. I actually really yeah, like I the show, up. but... Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's good. Probably not.
0: I don't think you'd like it, but I like it.
1: Yeah. it's. Oh, actually, I meant to mention this when we were talking about the um, celebrity kiss list. Mm-hmm. I feel that I should make a website, and nobody sealed this idea, by the way, where I can just, like, if I want celebrity news, I get to pick which celebrities I get news about. Because, you know, I don't need to know about these other celebrities. I don't want to learn new celebrities. Oh my god, that's a really good idea! <laughs> And then, like, uh, then, like, if I got like the out, like, if, like, it's like, say, it's like, oh, a Reason, like this new person, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll follow. You can add them to your, you know, cult or what do you call it? Um, ah, shit, I forget the word. Curated, uh, you know, collection list uh-huh. of celebrity. News.
0: Yeah, the, who you're stalking or something
1: like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, he, he, like you make like, like some really obscure celebrity, like you know, like oh, I, I like the author of William Gibson. Mm-hmm. And there was an article about him in the New Yorker this week, which was really good. It was a really long article. I liked it, you know, talk about you know his life and stuff. Yeah. Like, I mean, but if it was just like the regular newsfeed, that would never come up ever. Like, I'd never see a William Gibson article.
0: That's a fucking brilliant idea,
1: man. Yeah, cut this part out then.
0: Yeah, That's I'm gonna crazy. edit this out, and then we're just gonna do this. Not a bad idea. Uh, all right. So, um, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So they're going to a house. So they go to this house where, you know, it's uh, one of the kids' parents is a real estate agent. And uh, anytime she's, you know, she's got a house on the market that's empty, they use it as a little clubhouse thing. And, you know, they, they're drinking fucking beers and they're smoking cigarettes. It's a, it's a real stand by me situation. <laughs>
1: Up there. Right. They and they've and got he's like Yeah, go ahead He's either like the kid that no one likes or he's like new to the situation because he like declines he's like oh I'm not thirsty You know he declines the beer yeah. and all that shit
0: Well his name is Gabe too so that's no nah, that's not yeah, that's, that's, that's no good.
1: Yeah so they uh they bust out a Ouija board which I was talking to my wife about this. I've never actually seen a Ouija board outside of a store. Have you ever uh tampered with a dark art?
0: No, I've never used a Ouija board either, but my wife has and has some interesting stories.
1: See, I feel, and I'm pretty sure it's been proven that it's just people moving it, whether you know consciously or not. Yeah. But I did see a guitar once that like was made out of a Ouija board. It looked pretty sweet.
0: That is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but yes, yeah, so they're using it. And of course, they go, "Oh, who's going to die? Is someone going to die within the year?" And it goes, "Yes," and they go, "Who?" And it sounds like Gabe, and then uh, you know, he's all freaked out. They clearly just don't like this.
0: Yeah, he falls over when he first gets there, uh, which becomes important later. And um, then it's one of the weirdest edits ever because he's like, it spells out his name. He goes, oh, man. And then it just hard cuts to his mom. Uh, This is obviously like much later. And he's coughing and everything. And he's like, oh, I'm going to die, you know, kind of thing. He's he's convinced that he's going to die.
1: yeah, she goes, oh, you've had a fever for a week. I'm taking you to the hospital. I'm like, what the fuck? you had a fever for a week and you're not at the doctor right now? Seriously? It's a long time. probably It's a long time. I mean, at least I, mean, I assume she went to a doctor. I, but it doesn't sound like it because we find out um, later that the father's wealthy and he basically donates to the hospital to get, like, you know, quick surgery.
0: Yeah, the father is uh, Nestor Carbinoe, who is on Lost.
1: Yeah, I say. Speaking of uh, Keith Ledger, he's the mayor in uh, the Batman: The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. That's I, I, was kept, yep. I kept trying to figure out who he was. I was like, oh, he's the mayor in something. I don't know what it was. And, but that, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs>
0: he's the mayor of Miami, Florida.
1: No, I, it was some other show. I thought he was the mayor, but like, oh wait, no, someone else was the mayor on that show. And they never—I thought he was on The Wire, but they never—they only ever really showed Carcetti and uh, the one before him. But oh, okay. yeah, and that's what he was from.
0: Yeah, yeah, The Dark Knight and Lost. I'll, he's probably my favorite character
1: on Lost. I've heard good things about Lost, but I've never seen it.
0: I don't think you'd like
1: it. Yeah, I don't think I would either.
0: It's too, there's too much frustration in Lost.
1: I heard it doesn't really pay off at the end, so a lot of it.
0: Yeah, it's, I didn't mind the ending, but a lot of people don't like the ending, and, and I get where they're coming from with not liking it.
1: Like, isn't it like they're dead the whole time, but they, or they weren't dead the whole time? Because a lot of people were like, oh, they're dead the whole time. Like, no, no, that's not it. But then, like, oh, yeah, they were actually.
0: No, they're not dead the whole time. Like, the stuff that happens is actually happening.
1: Like that... so they cut the last episode because, mm-hmm. you know, why not watch the last episode and not know what the fuck happens? Sure. <laughs>
0: but no, yeah, they're I not. I, they're did not it, dead I did a little whole side time.
1: field, too. Oh, so do they all die at the end? No, they all die at different times. But they weren't dead the whole time. Like they were. How are they interacting with each other then? I, I'm, if you don't mind, quickly breaking down Lost.
0: So basically, because um, a lot of people interpreted it that way, where they're like, "Oh, they die. They're dead the whole. They were dead the whole time." And it's like, no, they weren't, because they, there's dialogue in it that makes it very clear. Um, so everything that happened th- to them on the island actually happened. Like you know, that was their real life. They crashed. They all came together. Um, You know, they did these things. Some of them eventually left the island. Some of them, you know, stayed on the island. And, you, you know, they they lived their lives and they, they all died at different times. The the last se- the whole last season, there's a like a they, what they call because they throughout the show, they'll do they would do like flashbacks and like the first season and then they start doing like flash forwards uh, as well, like showing to the future, like like intercut. The last season they did this stuff they called Flash Sideways. And basically what it was is the afterlife after they had all died. Now they, they all like I said, they all died at different times, so they all lived an actual life. Um but they they all came back together in the afterlife because they were all very important parts of each other's lives and, and things like that. Uh so that's that's what the explanation for that was.
1: But like was the island actually like prohibiting them from leaving and shit, or is that, like, part of, like, the afterlife?
0: There's, yeah, the like, the island is basically, the island is basically, like, the source of all life on Earth, basically. There's, like, there's a a well, there's, like, a place on the island that needs to be protected from the forces of evil, and there was this dude on the, there's these two people on the island, one's light and one's dark, basically. Um, And... The light one is protecting it from the the dark person if the basically if uh, the dark guy uh the smoke monster um takes over the like the well, then all of earth and humanity will die out basically it's kind of the the mythology of the show so this guy the light guy knows that he's getting towards the end of his life because they're not net like The island allows him to live longer lives than normal, but not forever. So he caused the plane to crash because, you know, one of the people on the plane would be worthy to take over his thing. And the numbers that come up all the time um, are basically, they represent different characters. So like Jack and Sawyer, and I can't remember all the different ones. Hurley, I know, is one, Um, but they're all candidates to take over, caretaking the island and protecting it from the this dark force, basically, and that's kind of like the ultimate answer to everything in the show. Gotcha. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, so uh, in this episode, episode, so so the kid gets <laughs> the kid gets super sick, and uh, they take him to uh, she takes him to the hospital, and Cuddy. Is telling House, you know, hey, this kid's got uh, you know breathing problems. Um, you know, she talk, talks about the the X rays of his lungs and everything, and the uh, intubates and and every or not uh, the uh, whatever I can't remember, but the um, infiltrates uh, and, and everything. And he's like, yeah, it's pneumonia. Basically, he says, yeah, it's pneumonia. Whatever, I don't care. And she he she says uh, you know he's got a rash in his arm, and House correctly identifies the kid as the children of donors. <laughs> and he's like, must be a yeah. real big donor, you know, cause, uh, you want me to do this and it's a pretty easy case, but she yeah, says, funny
1: they, they first say he has a rash. He's like, well, it's, it's normal for that age, you know, just lay off a few days and you know, it'll go away. Mm. So, you know, it's not his arm.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, whatever. If it's dry, keep it wet. If it's wet, keep it dry. Um, You know, if he's basically
1: just talking about how useless, like, a dermatology seems. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has a low opinion.
0: So, uh, she's like, uh, you know, it's, it's a pustular rash, rash or whatever. Like it's a, it's a different kind of rash. So, um, he says, oh, you know, okay, well, I'll, I'll do it as a favor for you. And she's like, no, no, the rash is intriguing to you, isn't it? So, um, he takes the case and... Trying to think before I think before they even do any diagnostic stuff. Leave a like. What are you gonna get? <laughs> <laughs> Is
1: that Thor?
0: Yeah, that was uh that was an Asgard <laughs> telling reminding you to leave a like. But um uh I think before they do any kind of like big diagnosis uh, somebody walks into the room and says, uh, "Speaking of Asgardians," says, "Uh, you know, hey, how's it going?" And uh, Doctor Chase says, "Oh, hey, it's you. Uh, I gotta go. Or no, they do. That's right, they do. Um, some of the differential because, uh, actually, yeah, it's that happens in a little bit, not right away. What do they think it is at first? I'm trying to remember. They like um, they, he's like, what kind there, of pneumonia there, 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 could it be?
1: You yeah, remember the dad thinks it's like some kind of weird like uh like disease that's mostly found in Southeast Asia? Like uh, two different diseases are like what? He's like looked on WebMD or something like that?
0: Yeah, the dad's like it could be um tularemia or I don't remember the other one that used Something with like an uh, L. Yeah, uh le- leishmaniasis.
1: Yeah, I think the first thing he uh, they think is it's anthrax.
0: Yeah, well they find out, so they they biopsy the they biopsy the right? no they biopsy the um the uh the pustule Rumble. on his arm oh yeah and they look they look uh you know at it and everything and they're like huh you know it's you know it doesn't look good and chase goes to chase finds out that um you know that he was at this place so he goes and looks and he picks up some insulation and they look underneath it and he says, uh, you know, what is this? Is this cotton? What's going on here with this? And House looks at and He goes, it's animal hair, some kind of animal hair for this insulation. And they Great. do. He's like, he, he kind of looks up and he's like, get another CT scan. Uh, so they get another CT scan. And he looks and he's like, yeah, um, why don't you tell me why uh, we should be incredibly frightened right now? <laughs> Right, and they're looking around, and she's like, Oh, like Cameron is the first one that notices it. And she goes, It's weird that Foreman doesn't notice it, but I mean, I guess he's a neurologist, but uh, but he's supposed to be yeah. clearly the smartest one. Um, he takes, well, I think
1: they're trying to concentrate on a uh, chase this episode because he- it's probably some contractual thing, yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he definitely takes a bas- back backseat to Chase uh, and even Cameron. Yeah, or or maybe subsequent. even the writer's
1: like, well, like we got to do something with this Chase guy. He just kind like, of shows up and like supports House all the time. That's all he does.
0: Right. So she's like, oh, no, you know, what the fuck are we going to do? And uh, Foreman is the one that has to ask, because the audience obviously doesn't know what they're talking about. Foreman's got to be like, well, what is it? And uh, House says, it's anthrax. So...
1: Oh. He's... Oh, actually, another funny thing about that, that I forgot to bring up was, uh, like, when uh, Chase goes to the house, like, the kids are there, and, like, he kind of asks where he fell and that kind of stuff when he gets a sample. Mm-hmm. But then, like, the cops show up, and the kids run out, and then Chase also runs out of the house.
0: Yeah, because he's also there it's like, illegally. It's like, what are you doing?
1: You're a doctor. You can
0: explain. Right. But, uh, but yeah, because it's not like breaking into someone's actual house. Like, no one lives there.
1: Right. Um. Well, I, I, I'd like to see if there's an episode where they ever get caught breaking and entering. I assume there is. I,
0: I don't think so, actually. It's so weird. I don't think there is.
1: <laughs>
0: but, um, so, yeah, he's like, like, Cameron's like, it can be transmitted by animal hair, which is true. Usually uh, alpaca, I believe, I think, and camel, uh, partially because of uh, the types of hair and the area of the world. But I think alpaca especially... Uh, can transmit anthrax, because it is, it is as they point out, a naturally occurring thing.
1: Um, yeah, I always knew... I think cows have it a lot, too, actually.
0: Yes, yes, that's true.
1: I always knew alpacas were a shitty version of llamas. Now I have uh, proof.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, so, they said, you know, he's probably got this. Uh, now, the guy that came in uh, with the uh, somewhat Australian accent... Uh, turns out to be Chase's father. And Chase and his father have issues that they don't want to talk about,
1: apparently. Yeah, Chase doesn't say it's his father, but House, like, quickly, very quickly deduces that this is his father.
0: Yeah. And House oh. wants to know what the fuck's going on between the two of
1: them. Right. He's more interested in that than the case.
0: hmm. Oh, for um, sure.
1: Do you? I don't remember the name of the actor who plays Chase, uh, Chase's father, uh, but <laughs> you'll never guess where I recognize him from.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, do remember, I don't know. Do you remember the uh, the '90s show, The Pretender? He was on that. He was. He was like the guy who was like the the guy who was like uh instructing the main character. He's like his psychologist slash you know father. Okay. Yeah, that, that was a pretty bad show, but he was on it.
0: I know his name is uh, Patrick uh, Bacow, I think, something like that.
1: Yeah, I think that's right, yeah.
0: He's actually Czechoslovakian, which which they mention.
1: Yeah, yeah which is interesting because uh, House like, immediately goes, oh, you're uh, Czech with about 30 years of living in Australia? He's like, yeah, he's very, very good deduction doctor.
0: Right. But, uh, but yeah, so he's, uh, he's a transplanted Asgardian. <laughs> but he... Um, so uh, he goes to Wilson and says, hey, you know, what's going on with this? And Wilson's like, why don't you talk to, you know, the actual people involved in this? And so he says, OK, you know, he 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 gives a very interesting analogy where he says, you know, if you want to find out how two chemicals react to each other, you don't talk to them. You just put them together and apply heat so he brings the father in for the differential diagnosis uh, with them he's basically forcing them to interact because he wants to see you know what's going to happen between the two of them
1: yeah which makes no sense he's just like ah, you're a doctor here now why not I yeah mean, there's this like he doesn't sign anything he doesn't you know he, who knows if he's you know Goes by our HEPA laws and that kind of shit, you know?
0: Yeah, he clearly has no permissions in the hospital. But, I mean, I guess as long as he's... A, although we see him with the patient later, which clearly he shouldn't be with, it's I guess it's fine to consult, like, to just basically give your opinions, but he can't actually perform any procedures like, or order yeah, anything. Right.
1: Yeah, it's a, but he's, like, a world-renowned, uh, what is it? Um, rheumatologist. Rheumatologist? Yeah. Which is autoimmune diseases, I, I think it...
0: Yeah, same specialty as Cameron.
1: Yeah, but he's like, he literally wrote the book on many of these diseases. Like, House is actually kind of a fan of his. He has one of his books. He yep. reads it at one point and kind of laughs. He goes, I forgot how funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Clearly trying to get under uh, Chase's skin, but still, also, he does have a real admiration for him. So he uh, he says that with the, the pustule not turning black, which it normally would with anthrax, that it's probably sarcoidosis, uh, and they should, which is an uh, autoimmune disease, uh, which basically just causes swelling, uh, kind of generalized swelling in the skin and the, yeah, uh,
1: because his throat starts to swell up really bad.
0: Yep. So they, uh, they put him on, uh, I think Leviquin.
1: Um, I think you're, yeah, yeah, it's a very interesting sequence too, and he starts to, his throat closes up, uh, uh, they try and intubate him, and the tube's too big because his throat—you know—he's a child and his throat's small. So yep. they're like literally on the verge of giving a tracheotomy when, uh, when Foreman, like you know, you know, being the great doctor he is, just perfectly gets the right one in there at the last possible second. They even yep. like cut his like they scratch his throat with a skull. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice this. Did they like? Did they wipe it with alcohol before he went to cut into it? I, I didn't see that. I think they did, but I'm not sure.
0: You definitely yeah, would.
1: Oh yeah, I imagine.
0: Unless you want your patient to die of a uh infection.
1: Yeah, except for the episode of MASH when I think one of them did it with like a pen knife or something like that.
0: Yeah, well I guess sometimes in emergencies, like if you're, you know, whatever, like uh away from, you know, a, a actual yeah. surgical place you'd have to, but Sure. But yeah, so um they start treating him uh with uh um uh anti inflammatory drugs. I believe like I said, I believe leviquin And he starts to get better. Um, like, you know, the swelling starts to go down and everything. Uh, and-,
1: and another important uh, thing we forgot to mention is uh the, the father, what he's explaining, you know, how he basically bought his way into like, you know, ideal Medicare, you know, mm-hmm. or medical care rather. Yeah. He, he mixes, yeah, I had carpal tunnel syndrome. I came in here, you know, they kept telling me it would go away. I had pain in my wrist. Yep. I came in here, they diagnosed her right away. I got surgery that afternoon. So he, he, you know, he's definitely taking advantage of his donation. I mean, he really is just like, buying great medical care you know with his daughter
0: yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so um they uh you know his his conditions improving chase says it can't be this um you know like uh you know it's still got to be anthrax uh maybe there's a neurological symptom to it um you know and all this different stuff and he says it can't be you know he wants to prove his dad wrong so he starts running uh different ANAs for for different autoimmune diseases they're all coming back negative his dad says well you can't trust anas all the time they're not 100 percent accurate although they're pretty damn accurate most of the time and house keeps saying but he's getting better you know so i mean it must be you know it's working so it must be that and um you know he's like look this if it's you know if it's anthrax it's an infection you know and everything then um you know it's gonna the anti-inflammatory drugs suppress the immune system which is why they work for you know uh, autoimmune diseases, but um, they're going to you know they're going to open them up for infections, and uh, sure enough, he starts getting um, starts getting these like pustules all over his body, and they're not sure exactly what it yeah, is. It's a very,
1: like, like- Yep. I think Chase doesn't even know what it is. He's like he or no Foreman doesn't know what it is. He's like yeah, I've never seen this before.
0: Yeah, Foreman's just like like this is the the one time I've seen Foreman like at a loss. Like he just and he, uh, Omar Epps is really good at the, like he really sells it because uh, they're like what's wrong and like Foreman just looks he's like I don't know <laughs> like this is fucked up you know right
1: oh <laughs> but yeah go ahead. But yeah, then uh, so House uh, you know talks to uh, Wilson because mm-hmm. he he noticed that uh, he noticed that uh, his father Rowan uh, Chase's father mm-hmm. has a little blue uh, like tattoo mark which he r- recognizes as a radiation treatment. Yep. And also he was eating very healthy. He was eating like you know macrobiotic type diet earlier, like yep. you know which you know caught uh, House's odd. So he talks to Wilson, and Wilson goes, "Yeah, I'm treating him you know for lung cancer," and he. And he, he confronts him and he goes, yeah, he has about three months to live. He, actually, I'm sorry, Wilson doesn't say that, but he kind of infers it. So he goes and talks to uh, Rowan and he goes, yeah, I have lung cancer, I have about three months to live. And he doesn't want Chase to know because he doesn't want to really have some artificial like you know, moment type thing.
0: Yeah, because it turns out that uh, the dad left the mom uh, about 15 years ago, I guess, and uh, about five years after that the the mom died uh she was a horrible alcoholic apparently according to the dad she was already like sort of you know going downhill yeah Yeah. um but you know chase is mad because he left her to take care of her basically instead of taking him with him and there's no you know we don't get like we don't get any explanation which we don't really need but we don't get any like you know like real reason why uh, he didn't try to take uh, him with him, but you know that's that's
1: how it what, went. Which I really like. I like that it doesn't like you know delve into like a soap opera where he's like you know telling this or at least really, it's really very realistic. Like mm-hmm. people have grudges, and that's how they work in real life sometimes. It's yep. it's a really well written. Part I. Think.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's a it like you said. It's a very real life and believable scenario. You know okay. the the marriage was bad because of her you know substance abuse problems. And finally, he couldn't take it anymore, and he was like, "Okay, you know, we're getting divorced, and I'm 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 leaving." Um, and you know, I'm sure it was probably a painful decision to leave his uh, his children because we find out later that Chase has a, a brother, so two uh, the two kids, uh, you know, with her. Um, but that's what that's I find a little I- odd
1: about this mm-hmm. is I feel this kind of contradicts what we already know about Chase because he we they mentioned several times ahead that he basically doesn't need to be a doctor for the money because he's like wealthy from, like, you know, his family. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if he's estranged from his father, is the wealth from his mother's side then, I guess? I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I I guess you would have to assume that because if he's not talking to his father for, like, 10 years, how is he getting this money?
0: Yeah, so I believe uh, his mom's family had money. Like, uh, his dad, his dad obviously is, you know, fairly well to do as well because he's a world renowned doctor, but his mom sure. was like her. I-, I think if I remember correctly. And, and I think over the years we learn a little more about this, but his mom, her, his mom came from money basically. Okay, um, yeah, that makes sense. Then. and when I'm she died, yeah, when she died, she left it to her two sons. So well,
1: that's fair. Yeah. So after this, um, they go in, the kid's coughing now. Yep. Not only is he coughing, but he, he he's losing feeling in his hand because he, he asks for some water, and mm-hmm. uh, Chase gives it to him, and he just drops it right on the floor. You know, he can't even grasp it.
0: Yeah, he can't close his hand. And he starts to, like, the you know, we, we kind of, like, dissolve cut to uh, the fact that he's getting worse because he can't move his hand or his forearm now. And uh, on, yeah, the, so that, on the right side, yeah.
1: And so now Chase's father goes, you know, you're probably right. You thought it was this multiple neurofibromatosis thing. Mm -hmm. So House is like, okay, we'll do another CT scan. I mean, obviously this is an emergency situation, but they're very, like, loose with, like, the fucking radiation in this hospital. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, holy hell, like, uh, Cameron and Chase and Foreman must be glowing at the end of the night. I mean, they just do so many, like, tests. (laughs) Right? <laughs> but then the C T scan shows that his brain's perfectly fine, that it's not this uh mm-hmm. multiple neurofibromatosis, which I assume would show up on a you know head head Right. So they're kinda of thinking like maybe like something set off this anthrax. Like they think, you know, maybe when they started giving him the uh the medication, like it, it allowed the anthrax to uh, like bloom because it like it the for some reason this particular drug would cause like a like a hostile reaction with the antibodies, it would actually attack his body.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, so they're you know they're talking about this a little bit, and then like he, he goes to his dad for some reason. And he sees his wrist still hurts, so he he knows it wasn't carpal tunnel. So he goes, you know, you got to tell me the truth here. You were in Asia, and we, we I don't think we mentioned this, but the son like is very proud of his father because he says he was a test pilot. Well, it turns out that he actually was not. He was over in Southeast Asia trying to like you know find a guru to like help settle like his you know life problems, and he mm-hmm. got taken for his money, and you know he he left. He was never a test pilot, which you know kind of breaks his son, son's heart right in front of him.
0: Yep, exactly. But yeah, cause house figured it out because he, you know, a lot of people wouldn't n- even know to look up Le- Leishmaniasis or, um, you know, the other one that I can't think of now, but, um, you know, they're both very common in Southeast Asia. So he's like, you must've been there at some point. So yeah, he says he was in India and everything and house figures it out. He knows, he knows be- based on those clues, he knows what it is. And he says, here's a hint. Uh, if I were Jesus, curing this patient would be as easy as turning water into wine. And Foreman Correct. jokingly says, "Demonic possession."
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. <laughs> but yeah, then Chase, uh, you know, of course, because it's a Chase episode, yep. the first one, guesses that it's leprosy. Yep. And then House goes, "Yeah, the father had it, but it's progressing slower. And you know, the son must have had it, and since he's younger, and the you know." His immune system, you know, isn't as strong. Uh, he, he got this anthrax because it was suppressed by the uh, leprosy, and then it kind of like went out of control.
0: Yeah, which is exactly what would happen because you wouldn't, not, you wouldn't use Levaquin, um, you know, for for leprosy. Obviously, it's rare rare condition but oh, um sure. you wouldn't uh you know you wouldn't use those types of uh of drugs on it uh because of the way because like as house points out it's almost an, it's kind of an autoimmune disease in, in a way not exactly but it's it's close
1: um right it mimics basically the sim- symptoms is what he was saying
0: yeah um and so they they send up for some thalidomide uh which you know is the appropriate uh um appropriate i think uh, it was actually
1: i I think that's true that there is only one like leper colony but i I don't think they call it leprosy it's like the official name yeah i think it is in louisiana and i believe they have a museum too again it's not leprosy they call it the i think there's a more technical term Mm -hmm. that like they have a museum in the same town i could be wrong but i think that's
0: no I, i i agree i believe that as far as i remember i believe that's uh that's completely accurate um, yeah, Han- Han- Hansen's disease, I know, is uh, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what uh, if there's another name they call it, but I know they, I know they call it Hansen's disease, like a, a more you know, kind of um,
1: less uh, you know, loaded word, yeah, exactly. But yeah, so they, I don't know if they can they cure leprosy, <laughs> I don't really know, but they they give them this treatment and they give the father the treatment, then uh. Chase, you know, he goes. He, he talks to the kid about his dad. This is like the aha moment of the show. It's like, you know, you know, no matter what your dad said, you know, he's your father. You have to love him. So he, you know, kind of realizes, oh yeah, shit, he's my father too. So
0: mm-hmm. he tracks
1: his dad down right as he's getting to a cab. He goes, hey, you know, uh, you know, do you want to go go out for a drink? And his son's like, ah, and the dad's like, no, I'm sorry, I really have to go. He's like, well, next time in Australia, I'll see you. You know, they have a handshake and then a nice hug. And the father, of course, knows the whole time that he. He's gonna not make it to this next meeting because it's like next autumn. He says, "Yeah." And it's clearly in the winter, but I mean, you know, he doesn't say anything. So I think it's it's a, it's a good moment for the father's character. because He has like a perfect like you know moment. It's not forced. He doesn't have. You can tell he doesn't want his son to be like all over him because he knows he's dying. He wants him to have a genuine like you know reconciliation, not like you know some like oh you're sick you know let's let's forget everything kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. It's it's interesting. Like that could, that didn't necessarily bother me, but like um. When he said, when he said, when are you going to come down? He was like, "Uh, probably next autumn. I was thinking, for what? Autumn for where you're living or autumn for Australia? Because it's different.
1: Yeah, that's true. As (laughs) Yahoo Serious taught us, when it's winter here, it's summer there.
0: Exactly. It's the opposite. Uh, It's the opposite season. So I wasn't sure. Like, he could have just given a month, and then that would have
1: been... but he did say next autumn, so even if it was, like, a month away, he meant, like, you know, 13 months ago. Oh, yeah, for
0: sure. Like, um, yeah, it was clear that he he was talking about sometime in the uh, in the future. But... Um...
1: Yeah, and then one of my favorite parts of the show is when they go to the clinic. I just love that for some reason. Mm-hmm. And this one was hilarious because, like, uh, Chase, like, reassigns himself to clinic duty, which every everybody in the show hates. And for some reason, Wilson's doing clinic duty, which I don't th- see why he would have to do it because he's, like, you know head of oncology? Yeah, House either, because House is
0: also a department head. I, I think it yeah, is well, weird. was it totally for
1: punishment, but maybe it's like, you know, part of like a mission, like everyone, you know, does the same thing, I guess. I don't know.
0: I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah, so it's almost like this old guy, like his wrist hurts and like <laughs> <laughs> House yes. is busted. And then like the rest of the team busted. in. And they just like start talking about the other patient. And the, and the old guy, like his reactions are priceless. Like he's making these faces in the background. He's like, you're not talking about me, are you? Like, they're like They don't even acknowledge
0: yeah, because he's, like, at one point he's, like, he's, like, all this in a 12-year-old uh, male. And he's, like, you're not talking about me, are you?
1: <laughs> yeah, And then, like, they're, like, leaving and, like, the house just goes, oh, yeah, your wristwatch is too tight. And sure enough, that's what's causing awesome.
0: Yeah, he's, like, I can't feel my fingers. And he goes, I like how they, your wrist is, your watch is on
1: too tight. I like how they keep, like, <laughs> implying that the uh, the people in the clinic are, like, just idiots? <laughs> I mean, I guess <laughs> they're kind of making a comment on, like, people who just go to, like, the ER, like, you know, for, like... A headache. I mean, obviously, sometimes it's very important too. But like, you know, there's an episode of ER where you guys have like a migraine. Like, like sets off this like fire alarm because he has a migraine. They have to evacuate the hospital. Yeah, it's like I think that's just like a comment on that whole phenomenon. Yeah, agreed. Uh, By all means, if you feel that you need to go to the ER, go to the ER. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah, I like this episode. I mean, I'm not a big Chase fan. Uh, my wife uh, realized that he looks like uh, one of her favorite actors, so uh, I think she's coming around to being more of a Chase fan than I am. Which actor? Um, Michael Pitt.
0: Oh, okay, yeah,
1: a little bit. Yep, I can see that. Yeah, but yeah, so I, I like the episode. I mean, I'm not a big Chase fan, but I mean, it was a good. I mean, it was a good episode about him. You know, I mean, it's kind of corny how he just happens to get all the diagnoses in this one. You know, if he has, his father's there. I mean, why not step up all the time? But it's a good enough, <laughs> right? Like, oh, now that my dad's here, I could be a fucking doctor. It's like no, you're you're part of the best medical team in the country <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I um you know it's it is funny because now that I think about it, yeah, it's definitely more than even implied that that uh, house um has a great respect for Chase's father because uh when for when uh, Cameron asks him, why she got the job, or you know, like why he hired the people he did? And she's like, you just hired Foreman because you know he could break in, like way back in the first episode. And he's like, you know, he he mentions all the things, and he says for Chase, he goes, "I hired I hired Chase because his dad made a phone
1: call." So
0: it's like he obviously Wait. really respected him because he's like, okay, I'll do you this favor.
1: Which is interesting because if he's a strange, he's still like, you know, I, I get it. They might have just came up with this episode, you know, out of like thin air and not really like they you know, figured they would deal with the rest later. But mm-hmm. if they're strange and his father made the call, you know, I mean, that's like, you know, a bit, you know, pretty big deal. I mean, clearly Chase would know it, I guess. Maybe he doesn't.
0: Yeah, I, I'm thinking maybe he doesn't. I'm thinking maybe Chase applied and his dad knew he was applying somehow, like kind of was like keeping tabs See. on him.
1: See, I think it's more that they just kind of, like, retconned it. But, yeah, I guess you could say that's a reason for it.
0: Yeah. But I, I like the episode, too. I, like you, Chase is probably my least favorite character. I grow more fond of Cameron as time goes on. Foreman's probably my favorite of the original team.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, also, I looked it up. It, the, the last leper colony used to be located in Carville, Louisiana, but it's been moved to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 1999. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But it does still house the museum in uh, Carville, Louisiana. Nice.
0: Yep. That's. Uh, but that's the episode of House. Uh, definitely a good one. Uh, and then next week, or not? Well, we will be. We'll be on vacation. We'll be back in January. But next episode is when Volger makes his first appearance. Uh, Chai McBride himself, and I'm. I think uh, it's I'm called excited Control. It. Yes, correct. Next
1: episode so yeah See, I know you've been looking forward to this so I'm uh, also looking forward to it, judging by your enthusiasm.
0: yeah I like this I like this storyline uh, with with Volger when Volger finally uh, like you know comes into play I, I like the storyline with him
1: you know I bet chai McBride has like way more money than you would think because he's kind of like always on a show but, mm-hmm. like he's never like the main part really I mean maybe a couple times but he's he's, he's always working it seems
0: yeah he's always on a, a TV show or a movie. Like he was in that movie, waiting with uh, Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, I like him yeah, a lot. Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's good.
0: But that is uh, that's what we got for you this week. So uh, tune in uh, in January. Have a good uh, Christmas break, everybody, and we will uh, we'll happy see you next holidays, time. Yeah, for ha-
1: those of you who celebrate.
0: Yeah, happy holidays. Uh, happy. Whoa, whoa! What's
1: with this war on Christmas, Mark?
0: Ramadan.
1: Ramadan. Um... Hanukkah?
0: Hanukkah's there, yeah. Kwanzaa?
1: Kwanzaa. Kuji Jekaliyah. Happy Kuji Jekaliyah neighborhood mm-hmm. Diwali? I'm not sure who that is.
0: I believe... <laughs> I think that was... I, I think that was, one Keith, of these two. that was Keith... That was, uh... Keith, uh... Keith, Keith Ledger's other brother was, uh, was Diwali. <laughs> uh...
1: There yeah. is a third Olson, so watch out.
0: Yeah, Eliz- Elizabeth Olson is the most attractive Olson.
1: But that's not saying much.
0: She's the only one. She's the only one that actually looks good. Yeah, I
1: mean, we can have different opinions. I don't.
0: I, the 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 twins to me look like monkeys.
1: I think the uh, the Elizabeth does as well.
0: Really, you don't like you don't like the way she looks.
1: I mean, I mean, it's it doesn't matter what I think. I mean, I don't find her attractive. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think she looks similar to the.
0: <laughs> it kind of matters what you think, cause this is our podcast.
1: Well, I mean, well, I mean, other people, you know, have different opinions. I she's yeah. not attractive to me. She's way too like I don't like women who are like very thin. Like. She-
0: yeah, she's got some curves though. That's the that's the difference. Yeah, I guess. But anyway. Uh, think about Elizabeth Olsen during this uh, this holiday season uh, happy or if you b- want
1: to last longer in bed <laughs> <laughs> not to be disrespectful
0: yeah, give hey, do you your- know
1: if the Olsons have a brother do they? no I'm asking do you know if they do or
0: not no I don't know I don't really keep I don't keep current with the Olsons
1: Because you remember back, back back in the heyday of uh Full House, they had a, a song at the end of, like I think they did an album, and it was called Brother for Sale, but if they don't have a brother, that whole song's fucking bullshit.
0: <laughs> Here's the Olsen family tree. What the fuck? Why are we going back this far?
1: <laughs> Is it 1800s?
0: It's like, well, I don't, I mean, uh, Andre Mala and Paul Estan Inno Sar Sarkozy. Oh, they're they're related, the they Sar- the they're related to the Sarkozy's. kid They're okay. related to the Nicholas Sarkozy. They're related to Nicholas Sarkozy.
1: I don't know who that is. Is he a mobster?
0: No, he's a fucking uh uh president of um fucking Syria or whatever. Or not oh, Syria si- really? not Syria, um f- uh. The
1: Radio Puppet uh Union? <laughs>
0: He was, um, oh, my God, the uh, president of France. He was the, the, the oh, okay. f- former president of France.
1: I apologize for a saying I thought he was in the mafia. I, I thought that was an Italian name.
0: No, but let's see. A- that, Angelina right Jolie's it. on here and Mick Jagger. What the fuck is going on?
1: Oh, my God. You found some Illuminati shit. They're yeah. going to summon the Hollywood hangman. Yeah, it,
0: that must be what this is, because there's like Janis Joplin's on here. Roseanne Cash, Uma Thurman, Nick Carter? Somehow, like, what? how is Paris Hilton and Oscar De Okay, so it's got Paris Hilton, and then there's there's lines to Benji Madden, Leonardo DiCaprio, and Oscar De La Hoya as if those are her
1: children. <laughs> I Maybe mean, it's just people they have been like... It's probably like a seven degrees of Kevin Bacon thing, because I know she's married or was dating that Benji Madden guy. Oh, it's I called the
0: it's called the dating tree
1: Olsen yeah, yeah,
0: Sarkozy okay. edition. So they're not related okay. to Sarkozy, but there's some dating going on.
1: Yeah. We'll do whatever him or something.
0: Uh, I don't know something like that. Come on. Just give me the fucking family tree. That's all I want. Ugh. well, we'll have to, ca- we'll have to cover this, uh, Next year. That's it for us. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye.